Good morning, I'm Ashley. I'm Helena. And together we are Portugal. Well, today, Helena, I think it's a really good idea to talk about funky facts. Funky facts. Funky facts, I like that. It's all about interesting little tasty bites about Portugal. Uh, and I think that uh, we will talk about a lot of uh, stuff that people have no clue about. Absolutely. I've found a few. I'm sure you've found a few, haven't Portugal, you? Portugal, this is like uh, to open a positive Pandora box. box. Yes, gorgeous things that people might not know or might know. And I'm sure we might not get all of them. So anyone out there in the podcast world who listens to our podcast, please email us at Portugal at gmail.com nearly forgot well done actually <laughs> well done and you can pop something on an email to us and tell us some more um, funky facts about Portugal yeah and uh, we will start with well this one maybe a couple of people will know about I knew about this one yeah because it was so big on the news yeah. recently but many people around the world might not know maybe not maybe not okay and so we well I think I'm going to say this is Portugal's claim to fame we have the world's longest pedestrian suspension bridge and it's open now in a town called Aroca. Aroca. And With, what is the name of the bridge? It's called Aroca 516. I think meters. Aroca 516. I think it's Aroca 516. Yeah, yeah, that's Aroca 516. Aroca 516. And it's found not far from Porto, which is up in the north of Portugal. And it's um, 1,692 feet for those people who don't do meters. Oh my God. And 516 meters long. And it's takes over 10 minutes to cross, apparently. And you get panoramic views of the waterfall, the gorge, the fast-moving river through an open grid. Can you imagine that? An open grid that you're walking on. Oh, my God. But all that high... I mean, how high up is it? Oh, my God, it's 176 metres up, which is 576 feet above the water below yeah. you. I don't understand this... Uh... Why can't we say meters all the time? Well, I don't. Why well, can't we say feet. Well, that, well, we say meters. Yeah. Some people still say feet. In US, maybe. In the US, mainly. I okay. Think. And how long is the feet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Several inches, I think. Okay, but uh, I would like centimeters, I... inches. They all get. I get a bit discombobulated with all of it, so I, know. I try to just do meters. But I would like to uh, tell a little bit more about this lovely uh, town, uh, Aroca. Please do, Helen. So, Aroca, Aroca. Aroca. It's, uh, you know, quite big population, above uh, 23,000 or something. Yeah, that's and quite big. Bigger than Nazare, in fact. Yeah, it is. And it's not that far away from uh, Porto. And did you know that um, it was uh, in the Roman occupation that the first artifacts associated with the settlement first appeared? Wow. And also it's got a, had a Moorish invasion in the region shortly after. So They were so angry. What, who is? The Moorish. <laughs> they were very angry. <laughs> I don't know if you, Well, they probably just wanted to conquer everything. I don't know. But it's fabulous. All these histories there. They've got a monastery, apparently, with all the stuff. They've got um, interesting artefacts from the 12th century. And also... Uh, 13th century. When we did our research, we found out that the entire territory of Aroca is Aroca Geopark. And you know what that is? No, can you tell me? I think I know, but I would like you to tell me. No, you tell me. No, well, I think it's about the geopark must be to do with 
rocks and formations and things yeah, they, under the ground. <laughs> the, the, that sort of thing. Aroca is a member of the European Geopark Network and also a global geopark network on account of its outstanding geological heritage educational programs and projects and promotion of geo tourists. Tourists. Wow, you could be a geo tourist. Yes. Wow. Uh, hi, where are you going on holiday? I'm going on a geo tourist expedition. And what are to you? To Aroca. And what are you? I'm a geo tourist. I'm a geo tourist. <laughs> How fabulous. That's a new one, isn't it? I've never heard of a geo tourist before. Well, it can only happen in Aroca. We need to go there. I think we need to go now. Let's pop in the car. Pop in the car. Let's get the dogs and go. I don't think my dogs would like the bridge. Do you think yours would like the bridge? I yeah. think mine might pee their pants. I might pee my own pants. But it's a bit if, high. We talk, we talk about um, the Roman time and so about I the I do Europa. like the Roman time, don't you? All those big butch men. What? Did you know that Portugal is in fact the oldest country in Europe? I didn't know that until you just told me. Yeah. How did you know that? <laughs> no, you can Google it. It's truth. It's truth well it was awarded apparently because helene's just popped it into my vision it was awarded the oldest nation state in europe um from it existed from 1139 when yeah. portugal appointed king alfonso henrique as king yeah. lisbon is said to be four centuries older than rome oh my god what? oh my four god four centuries older than oh my goodness maybe i should have been in lisbon and not in the roman yeah. place yeah, got the, uh, maybe I'm not a Roman after all. Due to its excellent trading location, the Phoenicians settled in Lisbon around 1200 BC. Wow. Yeah. Those Phoenicians got everywhere, didn't they? Yeah, they have. So I, we, do we like, have I do like a bit of history in the we morning, We have Portugal to uh, thanks for many things. We do. Yeah, a bit the of the black pepper. Black pepper. Coriander. Coriander. Um, architecture. Yeah. The longest bridge. Yeah. Vasco da Gama. Um, and the list goes on. I'm that famous um, Fardo singer. We yeah. are digressing today, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we are. Our minds are all over the place. But did you know, I I, I think uh, in another podcast, we were talking about that uh, Formula One is uh, officially returning to Portugal. And I thought it was in Lisbon because I went there just to look at this Formula One um, track or what track. you call it. Yeah. But... Now we discover that it was not uh, returning to uh, Lisbon. In it fact, where's it going to? To Autodromo Internacional do Algarve in Portimao. Wow, Autodromo Internacional do Algarve yeah. in Portugal. I had no Porti- clue, but Portimao. I saw it. This was for a couple of weeks ago or something. I have a question for you, Ashley. Do you, Helene? What is that? Yes. Do you know, what do Portugal and Japan have in common? Well, um, Helene... <laughs> do you not, know? Not really, but I, I did have a little look um, earlier because I had a feeling you might be asking some tricksy questions. Yeah. And I had a look at your little uh, leaflet that you wrote on the table and I cheated. Okay. So I did look it up. Apparently, in the 16th century... The Portuguese were the first uh, Europeans to reach Japan and they left um, a mark on the nation with their language. So certain words like Saturday, Sabado, and other words like pow for bread, and which they've used as pan. So if you Google it, there's more information about that, all the words and similarities. They have been everywhere, they have. these Portuguese They've been people. to Japan. 
I think I'm turning Japanese, I think I'm turning <laughs> Japanese, I really think so. Anyway, so yeah, they've been a long time going to Japan and all that sort of malarkey. So Okay, uh, and, and uh, another fun fact, or funky F- fact. Funky fact. Uh, I know... F- this for Do sure you? that been... you have been into this one i have tell it's me a... tell me it's uh the most amazing shop in the middle of lisbon in the shadow area i think it is i think it's, it's the in the shadow district yeah and it's beautiful it's the world's oldest bookstore Yeah, in, in the world. In the world, yeah. It's incredible. Can you believe that? Well, I didn't. So before Christmas after. now, people out there, uh, we strongly recommend you. you visit if you can. Yes, absolutely. Because it will be so great to have a, a Christmas gift from, from the oldest bookstore in the world. And if you're allowed to go out in the pandemic, I know there's lots more lockdowns happening and things, but it's all beautiful. It's got blue tiles on the outside and it's all sort of goes back and back and back and there's I think a little and coffee shop and it's situated on a corner or something on the yeah. corner and I think there's a little coffee shop at the back if I remember do you know when uh, the bookstore was established? Um, I do actually okay tell me I'm going to tell you dun, 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 1732 oh that's old that's a long time ago isn't it? that long time ago that. yeah That's, That's really a very old. long time. And did you know that um, when the earthquake was in Lisbon, no. the tsunami, <laughs> yeah, that no. was 1855, I think. Okay. When I think, or it could have been, no, it wasn't 1755. I think it was 1855. Yeah. I have to Google that one. Okay. And uh, we have this really funky fact. I like this one. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you this. Did you know that Portugal holds the record for the longest reigning monarch and the shortest reigning monarch? The shortest? Monarch? Yeah. Oh Not in height, I don't mean. No. <laughs> and for a period of time on the throne. Well, I'm going to tell you. The longest reigning monarch was Henrique of Portugal, and he was the king of Portugal for over 73 years. But I have a question That's then. a long time, isn't it, to be on the throne? They are very old in England as well. The queen? Yeah. Yeah, she's been on the throne for, oh, I don't know, a long time. Yeah, we need to Google that We need as to well. Google that fact. But anyway, this one's been on there for, can you imagine sitting on the throne for 73 years? Oh my years? God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Because you don't... He never left the chair. He never left the chair. <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking of something else then, like the taller. I don't know yeah. why, because we come to call that the throne. Anyway, oh, okay. so anyway, and the shortest reign for anybody on yeah. the throne in Portugal was King, King Louis Philippe. Yeah. And he was only king for 20 minutes. 20 that is, min- that's ridiculous. What did you do? I don't know. We have to Google. Can you imagine? I'm king. Now go do that. Go do... Oh, no, I'm not king anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the king anymore. Okay, okay. What do what I do now? What happened to this what, Louis what, Philippe? What do you do when you're king for 20 minutes? Um, I'm not a king anymore. No. What's my job? What do I do? <laughs> okay, we need to ask. Uh, we will have this lovely Lucy. I think we need to ask Lucy, who's coming on a podcast. She's the queen of history, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she And is. she's a lovely lady from Russia, where yeah. she was born. Moscow. Uh, Moscow. And she's very intelligent about and knows lots of things about gorgeous history. She's a very intelligent so lady. So she I'm, must tell us adorable. about this. This one, yeah, Louis Philippe. Louis Philippe. I Remember wouldn't... that, Louis Philippe. Don't name your child <laughs> Louis Philippe. Because <laughs> you've only been king for 20 minutes. Yes, exactly. Who wants to be king for 20 minutes? Well, at least he's going to be remembered now, isn't it? One more time, King Louis Philippe. Oh, yeah. no, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Forgotten. Okay, moving on. Okay, moving on. Uh, yes, uh, you know that uh, I live here in Nazaré. No, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> And that is. The loveliest uh, town, I mean, and it, it's a surface town. But also. it's so interesting, isn't it? It's got lots of little interesting spots to go around. Yeah, 
But about this surfing, they have like the uh, biggest waves in the world. They do. And, and there's one uh, coming this week, apparently, that could even beat the record. Yes, uh, they call it the XXL uh, wave. Yeah. And it was so funny. Yesterday, uh, me and my husband, we went uh, to down to the sitio mm. below. Sitio. Yeah, sitio. sitio. And uh, there were so many surfers from all over the Europe because this news will spread and they will come they here, will they will rush here. Yeah. Uh, to try to make a record or just to join or the to waves. photograph it yeah but um, it was it was not um, any wind but the waves were huge, huge. because they, it's like this big big grave under the water I think you mean canyon yeah imagine the what's it canyon in America what's it called that big canyon in the middle Grand Canyon Grand Canyon that's yeah. it imagine the Grand Canyon under the ocean yeah and it's just off the coast so it of was Nazareth. amazing you could sit on the beach and, and it was so nice and then you watch these big yeah. waves so the, the water paused into the canyon and psh, comes up yeah. sound effects psh, yeah. come up yeah, the other way and forms these massive waves well the biggest wave ever was in November 2017 when a surfer called Coxer was the man that rode the biggest wave and that was 80 um, no 24 meters 24, 24 meters. meters or if you do feet 80 feet yeah. and that was off the coast of Nazareth and, and he's from Brazil is he I wasn't yeah. sure where he was but, from but we have also this um, Mac Manara he's from United Kingdom yeah they're coming from all over the world but I think this week, Helen, I read somewhere there's a big storm that's happened and they're, they're predicting that this record wave of 24 metres is there's going to be even a higher one. Yeah, I so think so. Watch this space, everybody. Yeah, and we have months uh, to uh, watch... Um, oh, no, well, end of October, it, it, November... Autumn and winter mm. is the perfect time for the poor well, little surfers. Yeah, it's so it's dangerous. So, I mean, would you do that? No, and it's very cold. Uh, well, I go in the water, but I don't think I want to go into a, a 24-metre-high wave. No, I mean, I'm bad like... enough, you know. So all, all uh, now we will water. take a short break. Will we? And then we will come back are with we? more funky facts. Are we? Yes, we are. Okay, bye. Bye. Welcome back again. Welcome, it's Ashley. And Helene. And we're having a lovely day, aren't we, Helene? Yes, we are. I just want to say something more about uh, the surf we mentioned before. Yeah, because, the surf and the surfers. Yeah, we talk about Nazaré, of course, because mm. I live here. But Portugal is one of the world's top surf spots. What, in the whole wide world. Yes, because it, it has a 800 kilometer Atlantic coastline. You know? Wow, and temperatures and climate make it an all-year-round hot spot. Yeah, not, uh, the, not the water. water. <laughs> well, you need those very tight-fitting, <laughs> fabulous, um, all-in-one wetsuits, don't you? Yes. I do like a man in a wetsuit, don't you? Yeah, it depends on the body shape. I prefer a man out of a wetsuit, <laughs> <laughs> It's the unzipping and all that sort of thing. Anyway, we're moving yeah. on, moving yeah. on. We need to mention our... Great projects. We do. Yes. And what are they, Helene? Oh, my floor pain. Floor pain, floor pain, floor pain. In case you haven't heard, Helene loves a bit of floor pain. I do. So this will make such a difference for the volunteers and 
The dog is and their paws, of course. The dog is paws. They can wash the floor and go. The dogs are nice and and clean. They can ride easily with this, what do you call it? A brush? (laughs) No, not a brush. Oh, one of those little rubber things that you swish all the water on. Yeah, exactly. What is the name of that? I don't know, a little swishy thing. (laughs) (laughs) A rubber-backed, gorgeous, swishy thing. And Elaine's told me off everybody today. She said I'm like a naughty child because I keep trying to make her laugh. And then I keep making her stop the podcast because I keep giggling. Fifteen times. Because I keep giggling. So when you think it's all perfect and everything goes smoothly, yeah. Elaine has to sit here for hours and hours because I keep annoying her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In, so a good, in a good way, obviously. We are almost there to... Um, organise uh, this. Yeah, to organise this for the Bombaral And the guttering shelter. as well. No, no, we're not there. We are we are there. No, we're not there. Well, I've organised <laughs> the man to come and have a look. Yes, of course. But what I mean is that we can buy the paint oh, yes, for the shelter buy, in Bombaral the paint. And yes. then we can raise money for the next shelter and the next, next shelter, shelter because it's such a different. And so we will uh, make a movie that we will put up on our YouTube channel, Porto Cool. Yes, Watch that. Yes, Porto Go cool. into YouTube. You- and just write Porto Cool. Porto Cool. And then obviously some people might have to download the app on their thing. But if you go on the computer and whatever. But please, please, please look at our YouTube. Helene spent hours, I mean hours, working on these videos. And she's so talented. So please look at them. And we will show you how it uh, looks before the paint and after the paint. And why we need to raise money for the guttering. Precisely. So the guttering is so important because now it will start to rain. Well, we've had a bit of rain. And then, you know, it's just a taster of what's to come. Because in November, that's when the rainy season. So they can uh, also um, not only go to our YouTube channel. They can also visit our website. Which is portugal.com. Perfect. And they can also email us if at they have Portugal gmail.com. <laughs> yes. There's port- so many dots and G's everywhere. Portugal. Portugal at gmail.com. You're more than uh, welcome to look at that. And also don't forget Instagram. Don't forget Facebook. Yeah, Instagram is portugal.insta. And Facebook is just Portugal. portugal. And okay, we'll now we will uh, go on with our funky facts. Funky facts. What else have we found today? Yeah, that uh, Portugal does not only have uh, the oldest uh, bookstore. It also has the world's oldest university. And it's in... Where is it, Helene? Portugal. But whereabouts in Portugal? Uh, Coimbra. Coimbra. And that's in the north, slightly... Under did, Porto, did you know? Under Porto, I think. This is. is so a funky fact. Uh, the Portuguese academics established the University of Coimbra in 1290. That's can you believe 1290? that? That's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Yeah, and that is uh, therefore it's uh, one of the oldest universities well, and it's in a, the world. And a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and it was made that in 2013. And today it's open to tourists who can visit the Royal Palace of. I'm not sure if it's Joanine Library. Yeah. Nice. So you could have a little visit and look around all the gorgeous things in the in the um, World Heritage University in Quimbra. Yeah. And we also need to talk about uh, Portugal and their coffee breaks. Oh, we love a coffee break, don't we? Are we going to have a coffee break? <laughs> I think we should. Well, it's a national pastime, darling, isn't it? It's like yeah. You grab a coffee and you go. You grab a coffee while you're going. And you grab a coffee while you're sitting. I mean, it's coffee do akimbo, you know, isn't it? Do you it, know here? Where, what uh, they call this uh, quick experience? 
espresso. I do a bica or a, a bica or a bica. Did you know that? Bica, I, didn't I did know. not. Yeah, it's a bica. And a lot of people you notice they're on the way to work. They will just pop it. Well, not now because of the pandemic, but yes, you they can are still, still doing that. Still, you can standing still, outside. Or they stand up. You just grab this quick coffee, a few cents, and then you down it. Yeah. Then you grab your bags and off you go and do your shopping or go to work or whatever you're up to. Yeah. And that's a very national pastime. You know, a little beaker here, a little beaker there. Yeah. Till the sun comes up. Here a beaker, there a beaker, everywhere a beaker. <laughs> and we often talk about uh, uh, the Portuguese men that discover the whole world. They did. They did. They really did. And did you know that it was a Portuguese explorer who was the first to complete a full journey around the earth. Wow, and what was he called, Hele? Uh, Ferdinand something, do you know? Ferdinand Magellan, something, I think. Magellan. Magellan. Yeah, so, Ferdinand. And Mag- he circumnavigated the whole globe. But it doesn't say, I don't think I found out, because I did Google that fact, because yeah. I when the little inter- interlude. Yeah. But I can't find the year he did it in. So we need to have someone to email us what year Ferdinand Magellan circumnavigated the world. Yeah. That's a good word, isn't it? Circumnavigated. Yeah, it is. And, and also, uh, back again, because they discovered the whole world and they came back with these amazing spices from India and other countries. Mm-hmm. So, Piri Piri originated in Portugal. It did, and it's a gorgeous chilli sauce that's quite often liberally poured over the nation's favourite churrasco chicken, which is a barbecued chicken. My husband loved to buy this uh, I think it comes chicken. from Africa, actually, not India. Yeah, yeah I, I said... Did you? Uh, yeah, I, no, I did not say Africa, but I did, I did say other, other countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But... Uh, I can use that in in a dressing or something. Mm. Uh, it's so lovely and um, yeah, it's, it's quite tasty, isn't it? On a bit yeah, of frango, it's quite hot. A bit of frango. I like, do you like a bit of frango? African devil or something. It's we called call African this. devil. Yeah. yeah. Do you like a bit of frango? No, I'm, I'm a pescatarian. Oh, she's only a pescatarian. She's, def- <laughs> she's <laughs> definitely a pest. No, <laughs> I'm a pest today. I've said that before, but I think. I- I think we move on. There's a nice bit of chili, um, piri piri chili sauce on your frango, and you're good to go. Yeah, and um, you know that uh, port wine is quite famous. It is. But uh, did you know that uh, port wine is Portugal's most famous export and its national drink? And it's got a U- UNESCO listed, apparently, in the uh, Douro Valley. Yeah, Douro Valley. It's so amazing there in Douro Valley. And it's become popular, which I did know this. About little fact, because I know there's English families that have been living there for a long time, but I didn't realise it was so long ago. The 18th century, that's an awful long time ago, isn't it? That is an awful... And one last fact before we go for another little break. Yeah. Um, did you know that Portugal is the most westernmost point of Europe? Did you know that? Yes, I did. I think it's quite obvious, that one, is <laughs> yeah, but you, you don't forget uh, the, the Azores. Uh, the Azores in the Atlantic officially hold. I heard a little mouse whispering in my ear that uh, you wanted to say something about UNESCO. Is I that did. true? It is true. It wasn't my little house mouse Kardashian, was it? My little <laughs> my little Pedengo doggy. Yes. Well, no, actually, you're quite right, Helene. It's my, I've been done some research and I found out that Portugal is the home of 15 UNESCO World Heritage Sites. 15? Uh, 15, yeah, it's a Amazing. All over this wonderful, glorious countryside, and you'll find some of these things. So if you go to the, um, you, you know, go on your computer and down Google, you'll come up with all the different areas. That must be very important for 
for the tourists. It is, and it, actually, that's a good point because actually, did you know a little funky fact here? Portugal is in the top twenty most visited countries in the world. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Top 20 most visited countries. Well, I can understand why, because we live here. And they, obviously, they come to see us. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. But it's obviously it's just a wonderful country to visit. There's so much to do in such a small territory. And it's it's a small of, country with a lot of... Uh, well, it's like a smorgasbord. Like a smorgasbord. It's jam-packed with gorgeous little things everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's a photographic opportunity. Um, wonderful people, lovely countryside. Just amazing climate. We love Portugal. Yeah, uh, yeah, we do. We adore Portugal. So, is there something you want to say, Helena? Yes, think there might be. Yes, uh, there. There is like a t- town uh, that is called Fatima, and it is a global pilgrim center. Yeah. And I have been there. Have you? Yes, uh, I have with my family of, uh, last year or something, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, it was in 1917 that the Virgin Mary uh, was said to have appeared to three young shepherds. Wow. And yeah. that's a, a story that's obviously happened and been handed down. Over. Yeah, and I have so, seen there is like a, a long, uh, long uh, marble uh, walk, what you call it, like to a, this... Uh, is it outside or inside? Outside. So it's like a path And outside. some people, they are um, not walking, they are... On their like knees. On their knees. Wow, I've heard that, actually. Yes, I have heard that. Yeah. And I've seen people doing the Fatima walk. They walk all the way from wherever. Yeah. And it's like a pilgrimage. And they, yeah. it's one of the world pilgrimages. And it's totally silence. Yeah. You don't allow to have... Uh, Photographs. Cameras, uh, dogs... Uh, I, I don't know if you are allowed to have children, but it's really a silent place. For people that And the architecture is amazing. Wow. But you really need to uh, believe in God to be there, mm-hmm. uh, because otherwise it will seem a little bit odd. Well, I suppose I, I do... Know you you mean. know what I mean. Yeah, but I think as a tourist... I totally respect Yeah, As a tourist, I think... You know, you could visit and and look at it and see why people would go there. Because I mean, it's like apparently I've just seen on on my phone. I was googling while you were talking. Yeah. And I just noticed it's actually second to Rome for the numbers of people visiting. That's huge, isn't that it? That is huge. So, but it is a, a lovely place. Uh, the architect. Uh, what do you call it? Architecture. 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 Yeah, it's uh, really, really So, amazing. Fatima. So, I think that people want to, you know, Google Fatima and you'll see about this global pilgrim um, place. And it's amazing. It's very, very popular and very famous in Portugal and a very... Um, well, it's just part of Portugal culture, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Portuguese culture, I should say. And uh, we, we, we talked a lot about that Portugal was uh, extremely powerful back in the days. Back in the days. Yes, we know that. But did you know that Portugal once owned half of the New World? Wow, that's amazing. So it's like a huge... This small country... It was a big empire. Yeah, it was really a big... I, I When we're doing all the research, I understand really how a big empire it was and i think the thing is you don't realize because it is such a small country with such a small population but then you think about brazil which is like the the sister of portugal yeah and um 
it's now got over 200 and something million people. So, I mean, Portuguese is actually one of the most talked languages in the world. Yeah. I'm not sure what no, number. No, number, number seven or something Number seven or six or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure someone could email us and tell no, us. No, I think it was seven because you have the Chinese and the English mm, and uh, mm, mm. the Spanish. Precisely. Uh, the Hindu, what do you call it? In, in, well, Hindu. I, uh, yeah. Hindu. It was a... But I just think you're correct. I mean, there was a treaty, apparently, called Treaty which was signed in 1494 which was gave as you say half the world the new world including brazil asia and africa yeah portugal was given the eastern half of the new world and i mean brazil asia and africa Huge. huge huge it makes the um other empires look quite small doesn't it really yeah Okay. Well, but what happened on the way? I don't know. What do you mean? We need to ask Lucy. Lucy needs to come, doesn't she? Yeah. A little historian, fabulous history lady. So we get some more top tips about history from her. So what should we talk about now? Is there any more little funky facts you want to talk about? No. We yes, we have one. I've got one more. Yeah, you tell me the one more. I think I love this one. I find this quite fascinating actually, because obviously, when you open a bottle of wine, what comes out? A cork. A cork. Yeah. And what what does cork come from? Mm, Cork. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tree. Yeah. And they they harvest the bark around cork trees. And apparently Portugal is the world's largest cork producer. And it also has 70% of its cork exports go out the country to around the world. It has markets and shops selling cork coasters, beautiful cork handbags, um, everything, cork, 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 you can have a cork hat, cork wallet, cork belt. I've got a cork belt and it's beautiful, yeah. I bought it in Lisbon, it's all blue, I've got a really funky little clasp on the So buckle. when you swim, you will not drown? Well I don't, oh, you can float, <laughs> but I don't, I don't suppose I want to wear my belt in the ocean. But you can get a little funky wallet or a funky No, I, I, I really like their... They're um, everywhere, you know. Yes, cool. I really, really, really love it. It's In case the listeners could hear, that was lovely Tony, who's making a star appearance on the podcast. Oh. That's Helene's doggy called Tony. He's gorgeous. Aren't yeah. you, Tony? But very noisy sometimes. Anyway, so shall we conclude with a little bit more or go for a little break? What do you think? Uh, no, we will not do a break no, because this will be the end of our... Oh, it's the end. Oh, it's the end already? Yes. Wow. It will be. So uh, we can... Um, yeah, this was a lovely funky fact. Funky fact. And I think we've also talked about our... Um, what we're trying to raise for the Bomberell Dog Shelter. Please visit our website. And, and we, we, we will all, oh yeah, the website is portycool.com. And please look at Instagram, please look at Facebook, and don't forget YouTube. We're out there, we're everywhere, and we've worked really hard, and um, we've done some wonderful videos. We will Helene's have new, new projects for sure, because now we are coming closer and closer to Christmas, and uh, we are helping Autumn do travel to... Uh, um, raise fr- some Christmas presents for the children they're supporting and the families yeah so you can email us at portugal at gmail.com perfect if you want to know more about this uh, yes. Christmas uh, gifts for children please uh, or you can uh, donate uh, money for us to us and we will buy Christmas yeah, gifts and that's and, uh, all the information sorry Helen, I talked over you um, nothing new there Helen. <laughs> I'm always talking yeah. over you um, 
Yeah, go to our webpage um, and you'll see all the um, numbers you need, the IBAN number for the bank account, PayPal. If you just donate and press the button and it all helps the children at Autumn to Trevo and it will help the, the dog shelter we're supporting get the um, floor paint. We will also visit a donkey shelter. Uh, yes, in we're a doing couple, that tomorrow, aren't days. we? The donkey shelter. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. So maybe we will have more news about that. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget our YouTube channel, of course. Yes, which you've been working hard on. Yeah, and we are there pretty cool. We are. Without you, we would just be <laughs> hilly. <laughs> and Ashley, but with you, we we're are Portugal. Ciao. Bye.
my side 